Hey there, thanks for coming back. This is Katie Newman, and this is the Total Wellness Collaborative Podcast. And our goal is to mobilize the community for site to support the growth of all success learners and to lead a balanced and successful life and we just want to share these resources and opportunities here in Forsyth as well as a message of hope and encouragement and today I'm so happy to be here with Kathleen Edelman who is a local speaker author and life coach and she just happens to be a Forsythian so welcome thank you very much and she's worked with lots of families here in our community, helping through life's challenges and coaching through, gosh, probably a lot of times of transitions, yes, right? Yes. And um, so we just wanted to welcome you and um, what, bring you here because a part of our Total Wellness Collaborative Growth Model is interpersonal connection. Mm-hmm. And that is really yeah. your That's gig. Yeah. That's your, this is that your topic. Is my it is, and it's been for decades. Well, can you tell us a little bit about um, temperaments okay. and personalities and what you're seeing kind of trending in our community and our families? Well, what I see most, you have to remember, I've done this for almost 30 years. My kids went through Forsyth County Schools, um, so I'm very familiar with, with where, where we're at right now. But what I find is that there's, um, there's definitely a very important connection with your temperament and communication but there's confusion between temperament and personality. There is a lot of personality tests and assessments that go rampant around, but personality is just a snapshot of time. It's behavior and feelings. But what we wanna talk about, Katie, and get really good at is temperament, because temperament will be the why behind personality. It'll be the why the feelings and the why the behavior. So it's really important, first of all, to know the difference. So can you tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. what those four temperaments are? And I know that I don't, I can't ever remember yeah. the, what, the, what they're called, yeah. but I just remember the colors. Yes. And that's so powerful because yes. we're so visual these yeah. days. And in, in the in the Greek names can be a mouthful, and that's why we switched them over to colors. But this is um, documented way back to Hippocrates. And so the Greek names are sanguine, choleric, melancholy, and phlegmatic. But the colors that... Um, parallel those would be the sanguine is yellow, the choleric is red, the melancholy is blue, and the phlegmatic is green. And each temperament naturally responds differently to different kind of situations. So this is thousands of years old, and it's been around for a very long time, um, but in its foundational in any other kind of um, personality or communication you want to know the foundation of temperament first like which one of these really do I connect with you know because that's going to be where you're like it's like your first language that's okay. you're going to speak straight out of your temperament and you're going to hear straight out of your temperament now some of the myths around temperament is okay. that um, is that um, as a parent because mm-hmm. I am a parent of young children so I'm like okay. all ears when yeah. I hear about this stuff yeah. is that um, is that I can kind of um, pass on my temperament mm-hmm. to my child is that necessarily yes. true no temperaments are not genetic so what it is is and you you I see this in my office all the time I'll have a yellow and a red parent that have blue children you know or green children per their temperament They're, they can be totally opposite or they can have a temperament that is very similar to you the thing is that you've been picked to be your child's parent so there's something in your temperament that's that is necessary to make your child the person that they're supposed to become 
but we have to learn to see through their lens, not have them be who we are, but to really strive to make them the unique design that they were made to be. I love that you said that, mm-hmm. that you you are designed to be their parent. Yes. And you have a unique quality that mm-hmm. they need, but they may not necessarily be what you want them to be. And I know right. as a social worker, I see mm-hmm. that a lot where we um, describe it as like um, planting a seed mm-hmm. and they're a unique type of seed and our job is to water and water it, That's nurture right. it, give it sunlight, weed the flower bed, but that seed is going to be a unique plant That's of its right. own. It may not be what we wanted them to be um, right. and and I think that's hard in Forsyth wouldn't yeah. you say just yes. with a lot of um, personalities and and being an affluent community yeah well there's a lot of e- even in all communities but I have seen it in Forsyth there's just so many social pressures that go on of what the world is telling us we want our children to be like or what you think or maybe you want it to be different than you grew up so you're going to work very hard to be a different parent than maybe how you were parented but what we're really missing is the foundation of the wiring of the child that's what we really want to do you want to understand your wiring so that you can understand your child's wiring so you can build them up in the way they should go so you can really really fertilize them because in their strengths is where their purpose is going to be okay well let's dive into it can you describe each one of those colors sure Um, the yellow the sanguine this is a person that brings life into the room their unique um, quality that no other temperament has is their ability to see the best in people first This is somebody who is fun-loving, they're inspirational, they're creative, um, but they can sometimes be scatterbrained or forgetful, right? And, um, but this is somebody too that they want the other temperaments to know they're smart and when needed or when when responsible, they'll show up, right? The choleric, the red is a born leader, they're dynamic. They're, they delegate well, they excel in emergencies. What's unique to that red temperament is their ability to be a visionary. They, they can set goals and see a vision like no other temperament. Um, but again, you, in order to know your strengths, you have to know your weaknesses. That's so this true. is somebody who can be bossy, impatient, they speak with a tone, they can be intolerant. So again, in order to know that they are a dynamic yeah. leader, they have to know the difference between bossy and dynamic leading, right? Um, the melancholy, the blue, this is a person who's very compassionate, logical, orderly. Um, they're also creative and artistic and musical. This is what I tell parents that have children who are melancholy or blue. You know, we want to also pour into that side of them. They have a tendency to put standards very high on their self and mm. others. And sometimes we miss the creativity of the blue, right? Um, because sometimes they can be moody remember the negatives, be judgmental, right? But what's unique about that blue is their ability to anticipate obstacles. Where the red can see the goal from A to B, the blue will see every obstacle to B. So again, if you learn to pour in and lean into each other, that combination, it could be victorious if they would lean into each other's strengths, right? Um, The green, this is a temperament that sometimes you hear, I'm, I think I'm a little bit of all the colors. You know, well, the green is the chameleon of the temperaments. 
If they're around a lot of yellows, they can appear to be yellow. If they're around a lot of blues, they can appear to be blue. This is a very kind temperament. Um, they listen well, they delegate um, skills well because they really have a passion for people. Where the red's a dynamic leader of tasks, the green is a dynamic leader of people. Um, but they also avoid conflict. They have no sense of urgency. They, don't, they do not like confrontation. So this is a uh, temperament that works on very few words. So what's unique to this one is that they are the calm in the midst of chaos. So where again, if the building's on fire, the reds will probably get us out because they'll be quick, right? <laughs> right. Like sell an emergency. They'll delegate. Exactly. They'll kind of figure things out. Yeah. And the green is the one that's going to come alongside us and go, everything's going to be okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah. Right. Kind of like that calming presence. That's exactly. Needed. Yeah, and, yeah. They're, and, they're, and they're always calm like that in the midst of chaos or even in the midst of anything. They yeah. really like harmony. Gosh, I see a little bit of my, um, myself and all this just yeah. thinking through. Mm-hmm. Now, um, tell us a little bit, and I know because we live in a kind of a competitive mm-hmm. um, community, competitive yes. society, just coming from a sports background myself. Right. Um, are any of these better than the other? No. There's no temperament that's better than another temperament. And again, here's the thing is that we want to stay away from labels. So you wouldn't just go, oh, Katie's a good leader. She's red. You know, oh, Kathleen is compassionate. She's blue. Mm-mm. That's, I, I really coach against descriptive words. We want to know what is the core motivator of each one. And each one, again, when they're in their strengths, can accomplish anything they put their mind to, anything. But we have a tendency, sometimes, as you happen to mention sports, Mm -hmm. to look for a certain type of person. And sometimes you're shortchanging yourself because the quieter individual or, you know, maybe the one that has to learn to advocate for themselves with a little attention could be your best player. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're a mom. I am. Uh, (laughs) And your kids are a lot older than my kids. Okay. But I see kind of challenges at each developmental level. Right. Can you tell us just a little bit about, like, how, and you just shared earlier about Mm -hmm. the personalities between your two kids when we were talking. Um, Would you share that example? Just even, even, you can even see it through text messages, which is crazy. Which is so neat to think about because how much do we read into text messages, right? We read all sorts of things that really aren't there in the words. Right. But we read the the nonverbal. So can you share that example? Well, what you're going to love too is people always ask me, like, how do I know what temperament? Like, how do I learn this? How do I make it authentic right how do I make it fluent and the one of the things is to to listen to understand everybody listens to respond we want to listen to understand and you'll realize that each temperament speaks their own language so if we'll just listen to our children they speak the language of their temperament so the example you're talking about is my son Bryce who um, is at Georgia Tech and my daughter's at UGA. So we're, there you go. Oh, divided household. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I've done temperaments and coached temperaments and communication longer than they've been alive. So they've grown up in the whole environment of communication and temperaments. Um, but he was studying abroad in Ireland and um, he sent us a text that said, oh, he went on this awesome tour and it was all capitalized with an exclamation point. And he got to talk to somebody interesting from the UK. He's back on the bus, going back to Limerick, safe and sound. Okay, 
that's a very blue text. My son is very blue. He talked about um, it being interesting, going on a tour, and now he was safe. Um, my daughter, who's very yellow, said about three minutes later, yay, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> I'm so glad you got to talk to somebody from the UK even. Oh my gosh, I'm glad you're back safe and had so much fun. Emoji, emoji, emoji. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. She didn't say anything about the tour. She only talked about the people because that yellow person is all Very about people. The, the, yeah, yeah. They're, they're an extrovert that is people oriented, right? And um, nowhere in Bryce's text did it say anything about having fun. You know, he just said it was interesting. And then one minute later, Katie, he texted back and said, oh, no, somebody sat next to me on the bus. The whole trip is ruined. You know, <laughs> right? The doom and gloom. <laughs> the like doom that and gloom. Thing. Like he just yeah. wanted to marinate in the interest of the tour and the person. And now he has this person that he might have to talk to. Right. You know? And he might have to engage with. Exactly. Well, so bringing up that introvert, extrovert, how did yes. those play in the colors? I know that there is, you kind of put the colors it kind of in a square, like yes. in between a plus sign. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us, like, the the different types of like the introvert extrovert mm -hmm. part of the of the colors absolutely because when you're talking about communication and identifying somebody um this sounds so simple but it's crucial so the top two temperaments on the top of the chart would be the yellow and the red and um they are extroverts which were we are taught means they like to be around a lot of people not when you're talking about communication and temperaments. What it means is their thoughts and emotions go outward. These are people who have no filter when they talk. So they're gonna talk before they think, right? They're gonna say something and go, oh, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or they just needed to know, right? Right, right. The blue and the green on the bottom are hence introverts. So again, this doesn't mean that they don't like to be around people. This means that their thoughts and emotions go inward. These are people who think before they talk. They need to process. They, have, they want time to process before they give you an answer, right? Um, what's very important about this is you have the top and the bottom, but you also have the left and the right. So the right side would be the red and the blue, and they're task-oriented people. So you have the red, that's an ah, extrovert, okay. that prefers tasks, and the blue, that's an introvert, that prefers tasks. And the yellow and the green prefer people. So the yellow is a extrovert that prefers to be your own people and the green is this is why it's so very important we understand that the people who are wired to be green they're introverts that prefer to be around people so got it do you see? yeah yeah like they can fall through the crack if you really didn't understand this correctly and that's so and that's so important mm -hmm. even i mean again um I, i'm taking all of this in selfishly yeah. <laughs> because i have a um I have a fierce Bueller for a son okay. who's very much yellow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then I have a, a, a daughter who's very shy mm -hmm. and is very task oriented. There you so go. very blue. So sticking her out on the soccer field on Sunday, even yes. though she wanted to play soccer, mm -hmm. but putting her on a team where everybody is watching. Yes. It was very uncomfortable for yes. her and just did not want to do it. Right. And as a parent, I was mm -hmm. thinking, should I push her mm -hmm. to play, you know, mm -hmm. you made this commitment and yes. this is, or should I understand like where her, where her, yeah. you know, pain is coming from yeah. in that moment and and talk talk it through right. with her let her maybe sit on the sideline watch mm -hmm. and so there's some different parenting strategies oh. that can definitely 
make a difference if you understand. Absolutely. And how old is she? She's four. Okay, so there you go. First thing, um, do we really at four know what a commitment is? Right. Most likely not, no. right? So mm-hmm. she saw her friends playing, and she probably liked, like my daughter, would do it because the color of the uniforms. Like if it was <laughs> right. a good color, right. like she wanted, like she did karate, and she just wanted to buy a purple belt, you know, because she loved purple, right? So, again, we have to take into where they're cognitively thinking at that time like what do they truly understand right right and then you have to understand again your temperament because if you're talking out of your temperament or seeing out of your temperament only to your children that's going to cause conflict so what you want to do is what I call paradigm shifting I'm a blue parent I'm not going to become different because I have a yellow daughter but I am going to speak differently to her because I want to love her better. Wow. So I want to mm. make sure I'm speaking words that Avery could hear and thrive in, right? right. I'm not just going to go, oh, really? Are you safe? Are, are you sure that's a, I, I don't. I think you should only have one friend and just start putting all this blue restriction on her just because that's my wiring. You know, she, I have to see it through her lens, yeah, right? Yeah. So your daughter, I think it's the second part of what you said, I think is crucial. You have to really see through their lens and mm-hmm. see and, and, and do things age appropriately. Right. And just That's like she, she loves to be a sous chef in the kitchen, mm-hmm. follow directions, order, mm-hmm. and, and those are great strengths. Mm-hmm. And she's going to be able to use those yes. you know, throughout her lifespan. It's going to really serve her well. Right. But having a yellow mom, mm-hmm. that is challenging. Yes. And I see that a lot just with a lot of our families that we work with is mm-hmm. that parents that have different temperaments that want so much to communicate yes. with their color. Yes. And it doesn't mean they have to change. Like you said, no. it could be that they're communicating. Yeah. You just have to way. learn to speak the language of the other temperament. When I have parents that come into my office, they usually come in bringing their child and kind of like fix them. You know, she won't be on the soccer team or he won't, you know, uh, do this or that or she won't do this or that or they don't have any friends. And um, Katie, then I have the child come in the office and they're usually lovely. (laughs) The children, when it's just one on one, I can see their temperament. We have great discussions. But then unfortunately, I have to bring the parents back in and go, you know what? it's not them it's you you know it's you having to learn that this is how your child's wired these are what they're interested in this is the language they speak this is their you know purpose or calling in life that we are responsible to give them the skills to know because pretty soon they're going to be out of your house you know and you're preparing them to be in the world Right. right and, and to and be the best version of themselves right. right and then and then how to handle other people with exactly. other personalities and mm-hmm. that's something that that again we're not parent shaming here no. we're, we're helping parents understand exactly and give them more tools oh it's empowering uh, every single parent that I've had to say that to has come back and went like why didn't I know this sooner this has been great every, like the aha moments that go off are incredible because the it, it even if you know it at a high level, it's going to change every conversation you have. And all parents are striving to do their best as parents. So even a little bit of a change is like, oh my gosh, this is great. How do I do more, 
right? Yeah, yeah. And how can we how can we do, make that paradigm shift? I think exactly. that's what you use. Is mm-hmm. it's not changing who I am, nope. who my child is. It's just shifting the way we communicate. Exactly. And that interpersonal connection, and even in our growth model, talks about um, really it's relationship with yourself and others, and looking at conflict management, and positivity, self awareness, collaboration, belonging, and um, esteem, and power, and most important, fun. Mm-hmm. Being able to connect in in a more enjoyable way mm-hmm. with your kids, right? And not and have see, to that's be even funny yeah. because that's very yellow of you. I want to communicate in the most efficient way right right right. so even that you're talking you know like I'm talking in my language you're right now talking in your language isn't it fascinating it is so it's it's amazing and the more I read about it and Mm -hmm. look at it I just think it's so helpful and um, in fact we have some questions from the community um, um, that we just wanted to kind of ask uh, ask of you so one of them one, one person wrote in that said um, how do I talk to my coworker or, or classmate about um, a, like a change in a project? Mm-hmm. Like they have apparently have had some issues with like their people not understanding change. Change mm-hmm. is inevitable. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to the languages or the colors that are mm-hmm. in this in this statement? Well, again, if the, the person who is uh, initiating the change has to know their temperament because um, if it's a red, it might come across just as a bottom line, hey, this is what we're doing, this is the change, and walk out the door, right? That will send a blue and a green into a tizzy because I'm a blue. I want to know if there's a change, the details, mm-hmm. what, how's that going to affect my workload? When does it go into effect? You know, what's expected of me, right? The green is going to want the details, too. Green does not do well with change without information. But they're the most adaptable. If you just give them an opportunity to ask a question again and just see how they fit into it, again, they're going to be fine. The yellows, they're, they're the most changeable. They love it. You know, <laughs> They're like, it, good, right? it, it, it's going to bring some excitement into the workplace, right? Yeah. The yeah. reds will be combative if they don't. Again, this is a great person that has... Uh, and is usually right their their motto is my way is the right way Mm -hmm. but a lot of times the reds are right but they're what I try to coach them to understand is that even though theirs is a yes maybe there's a better yes so since they are motivated by power Mm -hmm. how do we get power knowledge is power so the more that the choleric stops and asks questions hey what do you think about that what's your opinion right I would love to know your ideas that's not only a sign of a good leader, but that gives them knowledge, which hence is power. Yeah, so that's great. Mm-hmm. And then um, this is somebody that um, was was uh, um, maybe a blue um, or a green. Uh, I'd love your opinion on this. How do I live in this culture that doesn't really seem to value feelings, just mm-hmm. thinking and productivity? Mm-hmm. And again, that's, a, that's in a lot of companies, right? And that's where I think when we step back and we realize that you know, people all bring different gifts to the table. So again, if that red who, who sees a goal so clearly would humble themselves enough to lean into the blue that anticipates the obstacles, they're going to be an unstoppable team. So we have to learn to advocate for ourselves. We have to learn to stay true to who we are authentically and really stand in those strengths and I think once you do that, you're less affected by what the outside pushes are. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You're yeah. Ju- you're just, it really, the word I hear a lot, Katie, is freedom. 
like when you become your authentic self and your strengths you're free to be exactly how you were designed to be and I love the way you said it was a team Mm -hmm. and looking at even like co-workers Mm -hmm. as a team even though um, maybe they uh, I had several people wrote in about um, co-workers Mm -hmm. which is really funny Um, uh, like talking to a co-worker about like you know but just getting annoyed by them and Mm -hmm. not and getting really frustrated I sense a lot of that in some of these um, write-ins mm-hmm. what would what would you say to somebody who's getting super frustrated at a coworker mm-hmm. that may be a different yeah. sort of temperament well I think this and this this is strong but this is the truth the one thing that all the temperaments share the one thing is selfishness mm. so if we could just stop for a minute and kind of get out of our own way if we could identify like you're a red right and you're a yellow di- dominant right yeah. and I'm a blue so we're polar opposite if I don't learn to pause before I talk to you and give you grace for how you're wired, we are going to have conflict. But if I could do not give grace and pause to celebrate your wiring, um, that's where I'm, I have to get out of my own way. Like I have to look at you and go, what do you bring to the table? Oh, she's so creative. She does bring that breath of fresh air. You know, she really does see the good on our whole team all the time. You know, and really stay there. I think one of our biggest demises across the board is self-talk. You know, what are we saying to ourselves? Oh, that person's so annoying. Oh, I wish they would do that differently. Oh, even yourself. What's wrong with me? Da-da-da. You know, we have to be careful. Words are very, very powerful. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you believe in God or not. This is a great scripture verse that says, on your tongue lays the power of life or death. If we just thought of that, every right. word that comes out of your mouth is either life or death to yeah, somebody. it's like you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. Exactly. Once it comes I out. mean, once it's out, it's out. So if we would learn just to initiate a pause before we speak and say, as are the words I'm speaking to my child or my coworker building them up, according to their needs how they were wired right yeah you know yeah that then then but again katie it starts with you are you understanding how you're wired are you the best version of you are you loving how what your strengths are and how you are because basically you can't give what you don't have right right? and that self-talk and those Mm -hmm. um automatic negative thoughts we go to um, like I'm not good enough right. or I'm not, um, I'm not going to be, I'm not lovable. I'm right. not, um, and those, those kind of sometimes take over oh, absolutely. our mind. And that's the lens that we see our, our opportunities mm-hmm. through and sometimes can limit us even though possibilities could be so much more. Oh, way more. The potential that I see is, is way more than that. And then the, the, where you have to caution is a lot of times then you're transferring that kind of stuff onto your kids. And that's where we have to be very careful. Yeah. Or even a, or a teammate. I do a lot of business, you know, especially with the new I said this, you heard that model of workbook and going through that. A lot of teams are like, oh, my gosh, now I get why this coworker is like this, right? Yeah. Or that, now I get it. Now I even get why I get annoyed, right? Right. Because they run, you know, barrel into my office and interrupt me all the time. And I do not like to be interrupted right yeah so it's all these aha moments that go off and just thinking through Mm -hmm. those like who is my audience Mm -hmm. who am I talking to right um what what's their what's their 
a language that they're seeing the world through or exactly. the lens that they the see lens. that through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know we talked a lot about the different temperaments and, um, we, in a short period of time, yes. but, um, but you had, you'd recently done a workbook, um, mm-hmm. that said, I said this, you heard that. Mm-hmm. And even though it was written, um, primarily for a, uh, church community mm-hmm. that, um, and there are some spiritual references in the, in the workbook. Um, you had shared earlier that it's really for anyone yes. who wants to learn about that information. Um, and they can, they can go, you, they can look up that workbook mm-hmm. that's on Amazon. Yes. Um, and you've got some other resources as, as well. Yes. Well, and again, this is the, I work, I use this same workbook with companies um, and non-church people, um, because the basics, the very basis of it is communication and temperament, right? So however you get to the point where you understand your wiring, that's where you start. So the, I said this, you heard that can be, um, it it is on Amazon. Um, you can also go to KathleenEdelman.com. Um, and I love the fact that it has corresponding videos that are free. Oh, great. And the free videos go along with the book, and you can watch it as a team. You can watch it as a family. You can watch it as a group. And then everybody can go through and answer the workbook questions, you know, on their own. You know, and it gives kids a safe place. If you get them their own book, everybody should have their own book because you you write down personal stuff. Sure. And um, it really will bring a family or a team or a group way closer together and the foundation of understanding, right? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And I love that you said the videos are free because sometimes, I mean, that's kind of our medium of mm-hmm. of communication right now that's yeah. like social media and and youtubes and all that stuff yeah there are free videos that yes. people can look at and so if they want to know more that can mm-hmm. kind of that can take them into some um some other resources that could help oh them. yeah yeah the i said this you heard that dot study is another way to get to it yeah so well mm-hmm. i love that you were yeah. able to come today Yay. and especially before spring hits because i know like <laughs> sports and, mm-hmm. and dance classes and and band competitions and mm-hmm. um, a lot of that with the family and also like just springtime is just a sense of renewal it's yes. a time you know in our in nature that mm-hmm. there's there's uh, new life mm-hmm. and so sometimes it's a great opportunity to kind of turn over a new leaf and That's exactly right look at the world in a different way so yeah. thank you so You're much very Kathleen. welcome i had a great time katie thanks we'd for having to me have you back all, all right. right thanks for tuning in we'd like to say thanks for our collaborative agencies and to united way of forsyth county for helping sponsor the podcast visit us at www.versyth.k12.ga.us slash student support. The views in this forum are from the individuals of the panel and are used for community discussion purposes. To view Forsyth County Schools disclaimer, go to www.versyth.k12.ga.us slash disclaimer.